Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete. I'm Kerry Rouse, and I travel to racetracks around the U.S., where I interview members of the racing community and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Bill Collins, and we are in one of the garages here at uh, Road America yep. for the SCCA June Sprints and um, what's like would they say 58 years in a row or something like that yeah. or 68 years yeah it's I mean they started racing here in Elkhart in the early 50s so. um, and then this is your car yeah so um, you race B-Spec uh, I don't think that we have been on the track to, how long have you been B-Spec uh, this is my third event okay so just starting B-Spec yep. um, have you been doing any other racing other than B-Spec this year? No. Okay. No. And then what drew you to B-Spec? Well, I'd been racing a uh, Corvette for the last six, seven years. Yep. Um, and it just was getting too much work, too expensive. Um, I was running in T2 class and competing against, uh, against some very high-end professional teams. Um, I tried Spec Miata two years ago, yep. didn't particularly like it, and the reason is in the Corvette I had gotten used to ABS and power steering, Right. and the B-Spec has ABS and power steering, Yes. so that seemed like the natural progression. So and when you did, uh, you said T2, right? Correct. Um, was it SCCA? Correct. Now, have you raced any other organizations other than SCCA? Over the years, yeah. I've done some circle track, but I started with SCCA. Well, I started ice racing when I was a teenager. Oh, tell me Be about that. I, I don't know anything about ice racing. Well, frozen lake, go out there and plow a track, you know, get the snow out of the way and create a racetrack and studded tires, and off you go. Uh, is pretty good grip with the studded tires? Or? So there's so much traction with the studded tires it slows us down the straightaways. Oh, I see. You'd, you'd get faster terminal speed without the studs. So uh, how, how long are the circuits and how, how long do you spend on the ice? Well, one of the characteristics of ice racing is mother nature is always throwing you a curve. So if it's really cold, that limits your traction. If it's you know near freezing, you've got much more traction, but we we eat ruts in the ice to the point where we'll actually go down and draw water. So there have been races where we're literally driving through puddles and icing up the cars. And I mean it's it's an even though they're they're but two hour races. Okay, I was they're very ask. much an endurance race. Yeah, two hours seems like a long. I mean, are there, is there any threat of, oh, the ice is going to break and we're going to lose a car underwater or something like that? No. No? <laughs> We've lost snow plows and, you know, front end loaders. Yeah. Um, plowing the track every now and then. But no, you get, you get real uh, wary of the, of the ice. And so it, it's obvious to people maybe that do the ice racing or have been around frozen bodies of water when it's safe and when it's not. Oh, yeah. We measure it. I mean, it's measured all around the track and and you know what i mean there are good years and uh that that ice racing is plentiful and there's years where the ice is terrible 
If, if, if you get a little bit of ice and then a bunch of snow, yeah. it insulates it. Okay. And so then you don't get good ice. So the ideal situation is get a cold snap, you know, five, six, seven days of sub-zero weather with no snow, and then you'll get a real good base of ice. So how, how much is the right amount of ice? Like what's the limit? 14, 15 inches. Is it? That's good. Is, is safe. Anything less than that is a little sketchy. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and then where did you do that at? Well, uh, our, back in the, in the 70s and 80s, there was a race in, in St. Paul as a part of their winter carnival, and that was our Indy 500. Okay. Uh, but that went away over the years because of it was in town and, you know, how, yeah. how municipalities just love auto racing. They love it. Yeah, yeah. they love it. Mm -hmm. Um, but we raced up in Canada, Duluth, uh, Wisconsin is big, uh, Eau Claire. So that, that area, Mankato, Minnesota. Where did you live at the time? Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay, all right. And um, so how, how young were you when you first started ice racing? 17. Oh, wow. And that's the first form of racing that you did. Yeah, well, actually, I, I started autocrossing. Okay. And then that next winter went ice racing. Okay. Yeah. What'd you what'd you autocross in? Uh, a Fiat 850 Spider. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you, have you continued autocross at all or not? No. Uh -uh. No. No, not since then. No. So, um, what what drew you? Would you do you still ice race at all or not? No. What drew you away from that? Well, again, I was doing that because I couldn't race an SCCA at being under age 21. Yeah. So. At one point, I was even contemplating racing in Canada when I was 19. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon sent me a letter in the mail that kind of delayed that for a couple years. Okay. Um, and so then when I come back out of the service, I actually raced in Trans Am for one year. Okay. And that was good. So in T2, do you know um, Dane and Tom, Tom Smith? No. Okay, I thought they they raced T2 in SCCA. I met them at Hallett. Okay. Um, what what where do you usually race at? Well, Brainerd is my home track, but Elkhart is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, do you do you get much further than that, or do you try to stay close to home? When I was running the Corvette, we traveled all over the country. Yeah. Uh, so we were at Sebring, Atlanta, Coda. Uh, out in California, I mean, we we ran all over New Orleans, Hallett. Uh, we we're chasing uh, points for the Super Tour at that point. In time. Yep, yep. Uh, so, what have you had the most fun racing today? Really? <laughs> tell tell me about it. Well, I love to race, you know, and you know, it's like asking me what my favorite track is. Well, that's the one I'm at today. Yeah. Right. I was going to ask you that, so now I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, I had a blast today. It was really, really fun. Yeah, you probably be doing more of the V-Spec racing? I expect to be doing this through the next two years because the runoffs are yeah. here. Yeah, And actually, that's I had sold the Corvette and planned to retire completely, and then SECA announced the runoffs were going to be here in 24 and 5. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can't pass that up. Mm -mm. Are you kidding? There's bratwurst here. So yeah. got to take advantage <laughs> of that. Uh, so uh, I, I, I do have a favorite track. It's this one. I, I just love the atmosphere. 
you know, it's more than just the road surface, right? It's everything that comes along with it. And the people here are awesome too. Yeah. Um, do you have any um, really epic or really just memorable races that you'll just never forget? A lot of them, really. I, there's been some, I, I've been very fortunate, very, very fortunate. But I guess the one that stands out more than anything else was 1984, winning this St. Paul Winter Carnival ice race in St. Paul, Minnesota. What, what makes that so memorable is that my father, who was very involved with my, my racing, uh, had passed away about 20 days before the race and the club actually dedicated the race in his name. Oh. And then I ended up winning it with a co-driver and it was uh, wow. It was pretty epic. Yeah, yeah, that is epic. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Yep. What kind of car does ice racing? Well, Mini Coopers are perhaps the most popular. That race we uh, had an Audi Fox that we ran, but Mini Coopers, Scirocco's, front wheel drive cars are... And there, there's a ton of different classes, I guess. Yeah. And back then, when I was running back in the 70s and 80s, we didn't have good four-wheel drive cars. Mm -hmm. So since then, the Subaru WRXs are, are the hot cars to have. Yeah, yeah. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Do you have um, other friends and family that follow along with what you're doing? No, I'm, my, <laughs> my wife will come to one race a year. Okay. Yeah, that's the runoffs. If yeah. I go to the runoffs. Uh huh. Uh, but that's it. Uh, she doesn't even come up to Brainerd, which is. Two and a half hours away. Yeah. She's she rides horses, so she's okay. got her horsepower. I've got mine. That's right. Yeah. So it works out pretty good. But and that's part of what's going on is that my friends have been getting older, and I've had one of my mechanic friends pass away uh, in, with COVID a while back. Uh, another friend of mine is he's very involved. Uh, as a resource, but he doesn't travel to the events because he's just not physically able to do it. Yeah. So that's part of why I made the adjustment to be sex, sick, be spec, because I just didn't have the support that I used to. Yeah. When I was younger. <clears throat> yeah. These these are a little bit less maintenance. Yeah. By a long shot. Yeah. Uh, probably a lot cheaper on tires and things like that too. Everything is cheap. Yeah. Everything. The only thing that's the same is the entry fee. So if someone was going to buy something like this, I mean, this this I mean, it sounds like you're pretty competitive just right off the bat uh, with this group of 22 people. Well, I'm still working up to it. I mean, yeah. I had only qualified 15th, uh, but I moved up during the race. I mean, yeah. we're learning. Yeah. Um, it's a good car. I bought it from a gentleman down in uh, Texas, and he had done fairly well with it last year. Uh, but I'm learning the car and learning how to set it up and yeah. learning how to drive it because yeah. it's it's vastly different than what I'm used to with you yeah. know, 400 horses versus 100. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, other than um, you know this this today being like the best race you've been in uh, and it, that win you had on the ice racing or anything like that, um, of all the cars. 
Do you, do you have a favorite car? You know, I mean, I've driven some really cool cars. And I, the Trans Am car that I had back in 1971 was Mark Donahue's AMX Javelin that he had won the championship with in uh, 1971. And the truth is, that Corvette that I had for several years was a lot more fun than that Javelin. Yeah. You know, the technology of these cars is constantly improving. So yeah. the next one's always the better one. Yep. I'd, I'd love to get into one of these factory, you know, BMWs or Porsches that have the auto shift yeah. and all the technology in them. That'd be a blast, but that's way beyond my budget. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so have you won any championships or you, you get with the, I know you won the ice race, but have you, have you had some other wins in championships or? Um, we won the Super Tour Championship for two years, 2017, 2018. And, and that was the Corvette? In the Corvette, yeah. Yep. And then regional and conference championships and ice racing championships. But yep. the two Super Tours are the big feather of my cap. Yep. Now are you, you're going to VIR this year, aren't no. you? Oh no, not this year? I don't particularly like VIR. Um, it's a long way, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the time of the year doesn't work with some of my other plans. Yeah. Um, you know, I there are tracks that I really enjoy going to and VIR is just not one of them. Um, other than Road America, what are some others that are pretty high on your list? Well, Sebring, Daytona. We ran Daytona in 2015 in the runoffs. That was just awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I would go back there in a heartbeat. Uh, Laguna Seca, uh, Sonoma, um, I'd say, and Watkins Glen, those tracks. Have you, are there any tracks you have not been to that you want to go to? Not, no. No? No. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll finish with um, getting your advice for people that are listening who Maybe they don't have any experience in motorsports, but they want to try it. How would you suggest that they like test it out? Well, autocrossing, for okay. sure. Um, they call it solo now. Yes. Um, there's also rally crossing, which is in the dirt, dirt, which can be a lot of fun. I actually tried that a little bit last year. Uh, but auto, but uh, solo is, is perfect place. And if anybody wants to jump into wheel to wheel, this is the way to go, this B-Spec thing. Yeah. The, the cars are, comparatively speaking, inexpensive. Yep. The camaraderie is great. Yeah. I mean, the, the, everybody is supportive and helpful, and, and the resources are there. You can get answers. You can get, you can get parts. Um, so I, I'm very impressed with, with B-Spec. You know, that, that's one of the things about T2. It was, uh, there was a little bit of some snobbiness, snobbishness going on there, oh, you know. Yeah. Some, some of the higher end people were, you know. Yeah, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't work out very well in B spec. Yeah. So. And it's super competitive. I mean, you're just, yeah, you're all together, and it's it's great fun. So yeah, I'm I'm so happy that I made the decision to go with B spec. And I mean, this is uh, I mean, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, turnout for any race this year, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 22. Other than the runoffs, this will probably be the greatest entry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to go to the runoffs in my Mazda 2, uh, two, not the like two years ago, uh -huh. and um, it was at Indy. Sure. And, and I just 
you know, it was my first year, and I didn't realize how special that was. There's a lot of people who, you know, they wanted, they've, they've been there so many times, and they're finally getting on the track, and yeah. I got lucky that first year and got on it. So I, it didn't hit me as hard as it hit almost everybody else I've talked to. Yeah. I, uh, I should have included Indy as, as one of my favorites. Um, the first year I was there, we, I ran there twice with the Corvette. And uh, on the fourth lap, I got into it with uh, another car and ended up going out of the race and uh, got the mandatory ride in the ambulance to the care center, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I pulled the radio out of the car and I got on the radio and I, I uh, told my crew I'm in the ambulance heading to the care center, but I'm, I'm fine. And my wife is like, oh my God, are you okay? And so I get to the care center and I take the radio with me and I get in there and I go, okay, I'm in the care center, I'm fine. And initially they wouldn't let me, my wife in right away until they looked at me and then once they decided I was okay, they let her in. Yeah. My wife comes in and she's, are you okay, are you okay? And I'm like, sweetheart, do you see where we are? Do you realize that A.J. Foyt has been here? Do you realize <laughs> Nigel Mansell has been here? All of the greats, Tom Sneva, they've all been here in this care center and we're here now. She didn't see the humor in that. <laughs> but I was, I mean, Indy was just magic, just magic. Yeah. We had a garage there, my name was above the door. And, oh yeah. Man, that just, I could have gone home once I got there. It was just so epic. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was cool, and for the B, B spec, we had like 62 cars there yep. for B spec. That was that was really awesome. Yep. Incredible seeing those because I'm used to. I mean, we have a decent turnout, but um, 60 is just mind blowing to me. So yep. that was awesome. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you. Likewise. And, and I really hope that I get to race with you someday soon. Maybe. Maybe I'll get in the car next year. So. I want to thank you for listening to Driven to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. If you like the content, please share and like. But I have one ask for everyone listening. I would appreciate more than anything to add you to my weekly newsletter. Simply visit my website, driventocompete.com, and you'll see a form to get on my newsletter where I share exclusive content and giveaway swag.